Welcome to Pop Punk and Pizza. I'm, of course, Jacques L'Amour, your host. Forever grateful that you are spending some time here with us tonight for our live stream, or maybe you're listening to the podcast version, whichever it is. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I am going to forewarn you, I have been having internet trouble lately, and I, I think... I, I have my modem situation all fixed, but there is potential that it's not fixed and my internet could cut out again. So if that's the case, I apologize. And if it does happen, then it looks like maybe I need to buy a new modem. But that's a whole nother ball game, and that's behind-the-scenes stuff we don't need to talk about. But um, our special guest on the show today is the guitarist of a pop-punk band called Eugene Levy out of Iowa, near Davenport, and uh, his name is Cameron Smith. And uh, so this is probably the closest I'm ever going to get to having Eugene Levy actually on Pop Punk and Pizza, you know, so, like the actor, I mean, you know, we'll just have the band instead because they're pop punk after all, right? So let's uh, give a big warm welcome to uh, Cameron Smith. How's it going, Cameron? Good, man. Thanks for having me. Of course. I, I, I'm a long-time listener and big fan of what you do, man. So thanks, thanks man. Again. Yeah, it means a lot. So yeah, it's so funny. So we were, um, before we started our, our recording, um, we were talking, just, you know, shooting the shit, rather. And uh, sure. he's like, Cameron's like, yeah, I'm actually in Chicago right now. And I'm like, dude, why didn't you tell me? Like, Because, I, I, you know, I live just an hour south of Chicago. And uh, yeah, we totally could have done possibly done this in person i would have loved to have brought you you know brought you some chicago pizza but you were telling me you're in chicago twice a week so you probably already get chicago pizza regularly right yeah well i mean uh you know the giordano's and the you know i mean yeah I mean, I've got the menus, man. I mean, they can deliver right <laughs> to me. So, right, because they're right in the hotel. Rosati's. I mean, do you know of any Rosati's? Is it good? I, I don't know. I don't know. Rosa, Rosa, I think Rosati's is good, but you know, I mean, but it, this it's, one, Giordano's. Do you like? Is that your favorite? I, was, I that like you've it. I, I, that's one of mine. I, I, I just, I haven't dabbled in. You know, the maybe there's underground spots that I don't know of. I think that's kind of like a bigger like a bigger sort of chain right uh, in regards to it's chicago huge. style see yeah it's so huge. yeah i think i'd rather like to you know i, I think I'd, I'd like to try one of those uh just like old mom and pop uh wood you know uh brick oven or how you know what i mean like Ooh, brick oven is good that's yeah. my that's my thing yeah there's yeah. a um down i i live in the kankakee area which is just about an hour south of the city okay. and there's a a food truck that is just does nothing but brick oven pizzas and they're called Mia Bella's 
And they actually, um, they, they're, they're based down here in the county, but they go all over the Chicagoland area to different events. And it is so good. Um, just wood. Real. Yeah. It's just the brick oven or wood fire or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it, it's really interesting to see how they have like made that whole, whole thing mobile. You know, it's, it's pretty fascinating to watch, but it's, it's super good. I'm trying to even so, think about how you would get a brick oven inside of a truck sort of thing or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I forget. It's been a while since I've, I've seen them, but yeah, I, I forget exactly how they do it, but I'm, I'm going to have to ask them one day. Um, yeah. Brittany Edwards says mom and pops pizza is the best. And, uh, I, Thanks, Brittany. <laughs> yeah, I could not, could not agree more. There's, there are so many places in the city that I have yet to explore, you know, because obviously I don't, live in the city sure and, sure and i'm not there especially with how covid's been i haven't been there barely at all i th i think i went to chicago for the first time in like a year about a oh, month wow. ago <laughs> yeah because there haven't been any shows going on you know yeah so because yeah. you know you go see your friends bands play or you you see your favorite band play whatever it is so you, you know you go up to chicago and you see them sure exactly yeah so um but um anyway so yeah wh what do you do with your your work then that brings you to chicago a, a couple times uh, i do boat work so uh like boat oh. inspections like you know yachts that sort of thing so i'm in lake michigan a lot uh you know right off lake shore lake shore drive here and uh, yeah, it's my father's business, so you know, kind of. So you literally do nothing else. You just inspect boats for their safety before they. Safety, yeah, their safety. Their, uh, you know, a lot. A lot of times, it's uh, a lot of times. You know, it's for somebody who's buying a boat, right? And they're buying like a used boat. Okay, so, so you're like, like the it's mechanic. Like bringing it to a mechanic, or you know, or like you know, hey, like metal is different than you know, like you can look at metal and be like, ooh, this is a rusted out turd, right? <laughs> <laughs> like on the body, right? So the body, so like a boat is like different. It's a, it's a fiberglass structure and there's a lot of things that go on inside that the naked eye can't see. So, you know, we, I'm trained to do, uh, like, you know, moisture tests and, uh, uh, sounding, sounding hammer stuff. So I can find like rot or delamination of fiberglass, that sort of thing. And yeah. And, and I, you know, I get to do sea trials on the, on, on the lakes or on the rivers and, I mean, it's, it's a sweet job, man. It, you know, it's a, uh, you know, a few hours out of my day and uh, the rest is the rest is in the office right here at the computer yeah. typing away the report for, for the, for the customer. So it's that really cool, so man. Cool. It really is. It, it's laid back. I make my own schedule. Uh, you know, my father runs a company, so it's a family business. And, okay. and, and then I do Eugene Levy on the side. <laughs> Eugene Levy on the side. Brittany Edwards says, screw fiberglass. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, I don't do any any repair or anything like that. So I I uh, I actually I, I I don't know if I envy, but I, I I damn sure respect and feel sorry for fiberglass repair guys because Jesus, eh? it's just, yeah. How does how does that? Do you know how that process works? I know how it's I know how it's I know how it works. It's just a uh -huh. lot, you know. It's yeah, you know, it's a lot of you know. It's done right. It comes out of a chop gun, uh, chop strand mat. So you know, fiberglass layers get shot out of a gun like a paint gun you That's know weird then, right so then it's a then it's uh resin so this, there's there's a resin that you roll out on like a literally a paint roller and you roll it out roll it out roll it out 
and then another layer of chopped strand, roll out another layer of fiberglass resin, and it makes this, you know, cohesive thing. And, you know, uh, you know, wait for the catalyst to cure. And yeah, you can't apply too soon or too late. It's a science. And I was going to say, this is very scientific. I love it. Do you oh, have man, it's big time. Do yeah, you have to, big. do they take like a, bl- uh, like a blowtorch or anything like that to it to like, no. how does, how does it, or do, it just cures the chemical on its reaction, own? The chemical reaction happens on its own through the chemical okay. properties uh, inside a resin and, 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 and the properties of the fiberglass. Yeah. I mean, you sound like you could actually repair a boat, <laughs> even though you don't. That's the thing though, right? So I mean, there's a, as a marine surveyor, as my occupation's called, you know, we don't have the luxury of being, you know, of being wrong or not having the answer. So, you know, I have to sit up a lot of nights and, and read on books and, and learn that sort of thing because my clients are going to ask me and, uh, and it just looks good on you. Right. To right. You're yeah. About, so. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of, of when I had the inspection done on my house here. On your home. Yeah. Exactly. You know, yeah. And because uh, we, we, you know, we looked at a couple of different houses and actually we almost bought a different one. We had a contract on and, you know, we had an inspection done and the basement was in really bad shape. As like far the foundation, as, right? So that's just yes. like the boat. So if the hole is in this condition, typically mm-hmm. the customer will, hey, let's, we're going to walk, you know, we're going to yeah, you know, get my deposit back or not get my deposit back. Regardless, I'm, I'm saving X amount of dollars on a, on a nightmare vessel so exactly so So that's why they hire us you know what i mean so yeah yeah but it's amazing that is the company based in iowa or is it based Uh, in st louis is where we started oh wow yeah uh, i'm from missouri yeah i'm from missouri uh, originally okay Uh, yeah that's where i grew up went to high school little i mean middle school elementary all that so uh and then you know we kind of expanded and uh iowa we're doing a lot of commercial work you know on the mississippi river um and so we moved up there Opened up shop there and then uh, said, why not expand to Chicago and try to get in that market a little bit. So, Have you ever taken a boat from like St. Louis, uh, like on the Mississippi up to to Davenport? No, I have never have, but people do it all the time, right? And they take them, I mean, good Lord, they take them from Louisiana all the way to Minneapolis, you know? Yeah. All the way up and... You know, there's a lot of times they're like retired, like retired, tired couples and that sort of thing. They love it. That's what they do every year. They do it every year. They go up and down and, you know, they may live in Minnesota, but they, you know, they, they, uh, they spend their winters down in, down in the Gulf, you know, and okay. Mississippi all the way down. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. That's something I've always wanted to do. Is oh, one, without question. Yeah, I would love that. Is, is do the whole, yeah. you know, from, from top Absolutely. to bottom. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be so Never cool. have, don't have the time, the money, nor do I own a boat. Uh, <laughs> and like after that. seeing all the boats that you've seen, you would probably never, I'm ever want to own a boat. scared to own a boat. Yeah, you're right. You are right. <laughs> you're like, I, I think I'm good, you know. I see enough of them, right, you know. <laughs> yeah. I own a fiberglass, or not a fiberglass, a uh, aluminum, aluminum-like fishing uh, boat, uh, hunting, a duck hunting boat. So sure, as far as I'll go. As yeah, that, right. That's a little different. That's a lot easier to just haul, oh, haul around and yeah, you ding it up. Nobody cares. It's right. Relatively cheap, easy welding to you know fix or you know crop and renew. That's yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, um, so let's uh, let's get into <laughs> Eugene Levy. Yeah, um, there we go. And, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> not the band. 
or not the actor, but the band, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you know, Sorry. I thought, I thought it would be fun what? to test your knowledge to see how much you actually know about Eugene Levy. I knew this was coming too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if anyone has ever done this to you in an interview, but never. I mean, I'm thinking like. This band is called Eugene Levy. They're naming their band after the actor. And also their logo is from the American Pie movie. I mean, they have to know, you know, at least some things about Eugene Levy. So so this is what we're going to do. I've got I'm trying to think if I made it to 10 questions. Oh, my God. (laughs) I made it to nine. Okay, I I made it to nine. No, this is this is gonna be fun. I promise, because because it's all multiple choice. <laughs> wow. Okay. Cool. This cool. is all multiple choice. I might do right? well. I might do okay in this. Then. Yeah. Probably. I'm. I'm. No. 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 I'm. I'm. I'm not that much of a dick. Like, you Ooh, know. I was gonna be like, this is gonna be embarrassing, boy. <laughs> no. No. And I tried. Like some of these are are a little hard, but like I said, they're all multiple choice and true and false. Oh, so man. I mean, you know. What's and then. What was that show that you had to do? That you know, you had the multiple choice, and they got harder. It was for the million. Remember, it was for the million. Oh, right. Who wants to be uh, a millionaire? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it makes yeah. me feel like so cool. <laughs> yeah, this is who wants to be Eugene Levy. Um, <laughs> no, I think I think we'll call this. Does Eugene Levy know no, Eugene Levy? Eugene Levy. That's sweet. That's yeah. a really cool segment. I love that. <laughs> All right. So now, before we start, if you get more of these correct than incorrect, I will get you whatever piece of pop punk and pizza merch that you want. You know, a shirt, oh, cool. a hoodie, I whatever it is. I'll sure. get it sent out to you because you deserve something, right? <laughs> sure. So I, I, I would have, it would have been pizza, but well, actually it could be pizza. Next time you're in Chicago, just, oh, let, absolutely. just let it, me know and, yeah. you know, we can, we can meet up for pizza. So without question, that'd be great. Man. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So are you ready for this? Let's do it. All right, Cameron, here we go. All right. So question number one about Eugene Levy. Uh, he was born in which country? Was it A, the United States, B, Canada, or C, Mexico? It's Canada. There you go. I, you know, I should have had my uh, my buzzer sound. Ding! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've got, have... I've got my uh, my my TikTok. I've got my I've got my TikTok here. Oh, I've got no. I've got that going on. <laughs> okay, but I don't have my. Uh, I've what a sweet soundboard, man. You, you like that? Thank you. That is um, really cool. So, okay, so you got number one right. Yes, he was born Love in Canada. Um, okay, number two. Eugene Levy's two children, Dan and Sarah, co-starred with him on the TV show Shit's Creek. Is this true or false? Uh, it's true. Yes, that is correct. Um, uh, which, you know, it took me like... I, I watched, I binged watched that whole show on Netflix. So did we, yeah. And I didn't realize that Sarah, his daughter, was Twyla until like, I forget, I think it was like the very, like literally the very end, like the last oh, episode. Oh, really? See, it was like midway for me. It was like midway into like the first season where I'm just like, man, you would have thought that like, if Dan is his son... You know what I mean? Like in real life, why would you not have them both play 
Do you know what I mean? Instead yes. of having Alexis be Alexis. Yeah. And I'm, you... I'm sure they've explained that in interviews, maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying I'm... to dibble into some of them, but I just haven't, you know, I haven't had all that much time. But yeah, I enjoy yeah. Dan and I enjoy uh, Eugene, uh, respectively, you know. Oh, hell yeah. So. Hell yeah, man. Wow, you're ace. See, I told you these aren't so bad. Some of them are yeah. going to get a little tricky, but um, all right. So here's number three. Uh, Eugene Levy was raised in a Jewish, Catholic, or Muslim family. Uh, he's Jewish. Yes. All right. So Eugene Levy so far knows Eugene Levy. You got three out of three so far. Uh, number four. So in the movie American Pie, Eugene Levy was told he could improvise most of his dialogue for his character. Yeah. Is this true or false? Uh... In I, I can I'll repeat it for you. So in the movie American Pie, Eugene Levy was told that he could improvise most of his dialogue for his character. Is this true or false? I don't know that one. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say true. Yes, nailed it again. Um, <laughs> I thought you were kind of trying to trick me. You know what well, I mean? Well, like he was told. Well, then it was like, okay, well, if he was told, then it's got to be true. But he could be also trying to, like, yank on me a little bit. Well, you know, Damn. I'm just that one. It, we got to, is Nick, is Nick, a, is Nick from? Nick's our bass player. So okay. I'm on speed dial. If I have to phone a friend, yeah. he said. There, okay. Yeah, there we go. Nick, yeah. Nick is here to Thanks, help Nick. you. Appreciate yeah. you. <laughs> I, I was trying to, like I said, I've only got Ooh. nine. So. Yeah, you got me nervous, it? man. I was like... <laughs> All right. We're up to number five already, and you've aced this thing so far. This is great. All right, so number five is how many American Pie movies did Eugene Levy star in? Was it A, four, B, six, or C, eight? Six. Oh. Four. It's four, isn't it? It's eight. Is it all eight? It's eight. He is an oh all eight. He's the only one. That's been an all eight okay, American okay. Pie movie. I'll be damned. Yeah, yeah. I watch all of them after Jesus. Well, wedding. who who watched the the, the like the spinoff one? I didn't. You know, know I mean, well, I still haven't seen the reunion one that they. Oh, did. I didn't see the reunion one either. No. Nope. Yeah. You nope. know, I I that's still one I got to see. I know, so close, but I mean, you know, four out of five is is really good so far. We've yeah, got, we're okay. Uh, we're okay. Yeah, we're, you're you're still good. All right, so up to number six. Um, you know, I I kept a lot of these around American Pie just because obviously. Well, why not? Your logo is the American Pie logo, right. and it's one of the most pop punk movies ever made. So, um, all right, so number six. This one is also kind of tricky. Um, what is his first name? in the American Pie films? Is it A, Jim, B, <laughs> Noah, or C, Indiana? Uh, it's Noah. Yes, correct. I tried to make that one a little easier just because... Was, yeah, yeah, it was, was like It definitely wasn't Indiana, you know. Like. It's definitely not Indiana, <laughs> but if you also watch it... I, sh- I should be giving you a round of applause every time you get one right. I love that. I love that. <laughs> All yeah. right. Um, let's That's see. What I'm talking about, man. <laughs> You're doing really good, man. I'm uh, actually impressed. <laughs> we've got three left. Okay, cool. so uh, is it a Tara Reed? Okay. Um, Tara Reed and Eugene Levy 
they starred in another film together besides American Pie. Okay. It, wa- it was A, Josie and the Pussycat Dolls, B, Cat in the Hat, or C, Garfield. It wasn't Josie and the Pussycat Dolls. Yes. Why do I know that? Because our song, You Understand Life, has the excerpt from his little, that scene where, hi, I'm Eugene Levy. Yes, that's right. I, that's so, right. I, that's I listened one of to our that. Songs. I, yes, I was that. I was hoping that, I was like, okay, like he should know this one because yeah, yeah, it yeah, does, yeah. you're right. I listened to that song earlier today. So, yeah. Um, Nice. Another reason. Another reason why I threw that one in there. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Two more, man. Let's you, do it. Two more. You got this. All right. If if uh, so. if you're just joining us for this live stream, this is called Eugene Levy. Or does Eugene Levy know Eugene Levy? Pretty much. Yeah. It's um, been really cool. <laughs> I, this is so corny, but I hope someone's enjoying it. Oh, they're um, all enjoying it. <laughs> okay. Number eight. True or false? Prior to Shit's Creek. Catherine O'Hara, who plays Moira, That's right. um, and uh, Eugene Levy. Uh, prior to Schitt's Creek, they had never worked together before. That's this false. Is, okay, wonderful. That was, uh, once again... They're dear friends. They're dear and dear friends. They've been working together. Well, they, they both started working together early on in the, um, the Second City Toronto days, um, but way back in the 70s. So, I wonder if that was the SCTV days. Yes. Um, I th- Well, I think it I was. I don't know that she was. Was she? Was she in the No, was no, she, she was. She, no, she was in the sketch comedy TV show. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost positive. Um, wow, good for her. Wow, that's been a long time. <laughs> All right, so this is the last one, okay? And oh, I'm pretty sure, I, I know this is, like I said, I made these <laughs> easy. I didn't want to make these it. too hard, you know? No, I get it. Um. Oh, here's okay. But before we go uh, on the last one, I have to share this comment because this is funny. This is a good question. Veronica, Ooh, Veronica from shit. from Pop Punk Takeout is asking, would a Eugene Levy cover band be called a Dan Levy cover band or a Dan Levy band? Ooh, it could be. It it's, could be. I, I'm. Band? I think we Dan have to. Levy? That's actually not bad. <laughs> not bad. Or would you call it Shit's Creek? Well, you couldn't do that, could you? I we're still we're, we're still like learning and kind of worrying yeah. about not worrying about, but we're like waiting for the cease and desist letter. Like <laughs> waiting on that. Right. Yeah. I mean, surely it's going to happen, right? Unless Eugene, unless you know, unless you know Eugene is cool yeah. with all of this and well here's what barry's saying he said no dan levy is their side project dan levy is their side project (laughs) okay (laughs) barry says no it's 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 actually the side project so Uh okay so barry is uh barry is the uh fiance uh of our lead singer uh, oh okay so yeah barry is a dear friend of the band very cool yeah, very cool. Keeps uh, keeps keeps, uh, keeps uh, Brian in line and uh, dresses <laughs> him appropriately for I mean, outings. Someone's got to do it, right? Jesus H, somebody does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Thanks, so, Barry. So, yeah, thank you, Barry, and thank you, Ver- uh, Veronica, as well. So, all right, yep. our last question. 
All right, are you ready for this? Yep, let's do it. Okay. So, <laughs> this one is the easiest one, I swear. Okay, uh, the name, <laughs> the the name of Eugene Levy's character in Schitt's Creek is A. Johnny Bravo, B. Johnny Rose, or C. Johnny English. Johnny Rose. <laughs> Hey, that was a pretty good impression. You, I'm uh, trying. I like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that uh, was that was not bad. That was not bad. I liked that. So Johnny Rose Video Store. So yeah. it turns out that Eugene Levy does know Eugene Levy pretty well because you got eight out of nine, man. Eight out of nine? Eight out of nine. So that wow. means you're going to get some, uh, some Pop Punk and Pizza merch and then maybe pizza the next time you're in town. Can't so wait, how man. About that? Yeah. And I will rock it on stage. So thank you so much. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for being a good sport. <laughs> no problem, man. No problem. It was really fun. Uh Brittany says, winner, winner, pizza dinner. I love that. Yes. Brittany, you're not wrong. No, not wrong at all. Uh, thanks for being a good sport on that. Cause I'm like, man, he might completely hate this. And well, like man. now that I went through all of these, I'm like, maybe I made him too easy. You know, maybe I should have made him harder. <laughs> hey, for a band that, you know what I mean? Like, for, you know, a band that uses the name Eugene Levy, darn it, you better know. That's, you know what I mean, I mean that's what I was like, thinking, man. Know. And, you know, that's what Veronica's saying. Like, you know, uh, you, they you get did... to keep their band name. <laughs> that's uh, cool. I wish that's I would have cool. thought up 10. Like, I was so close, but I, I, I came short. I ran out of time to be honest. Oh, so, that's, that's all right. Um, but let's, so now that we know that uh, Eugene Levy does know Eugene Levy pretty well, let's talk about the actual band and not so much about the actor. Um, oh. So your latest single, On the Rocks, uh, features Nick Thompson from Hit the Lights. How did uh, Nick come into play with On on the Rocks? Uh, we, we were... We were looking for somebody, right? Uh, we thought a feature was in, you know, uh, a feature that was on a different level, right? Than 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 the band, our you know our, ourselves. Um, Nick was available. I knew I knew somebody who knew Nick personally, and I thought, man, you know, what if I bring this to the guys? Like, would you guys be cool with Nick being on one of them? And of course, everybody obliged with, you know, like, duh, idiot. <laughs> send, you know, send him the shit, you know, so. Like, uh, no, fuck that guy. Yeah, you kidding me? No. So, you know, I, but, you know, I was trying to get approval from the band and everybody. But it, uh, once it was all a go, man, uh, I, I got his email and um, I shot him three demos um, and let him choose the vibe he wanted, you know, that he that he kind of, you know, envisioned in his head. And it turned out to be the demo for On the Rocks. And we just worked on that one, uh, you know, kind of over over quarantine and whatnot and put it together. And it is what it is now. So did it, the way you just kind of presented that now, did he end up like helping you produce the song a little bit, too? Uh, he had he had some uh, he had ideas on how a couple of parts should be sang. Um in particular, uh, you know, like a fun fact about the last chorus in the song, uh, uh, Brian says, uh, could you be the one to save me instead of, uh, I know you will never save me. 
So we flip it to be the, you know, uh, a more of a, you know, kind of a turnaround, right? So it's, it's a kind of a negative into a positive, like, you know, Hey, could you finally be the one to save me? And so that was a Nick's idea. So, yeah, I mean, he helped with some of that stuff, but instrumentally it was already done. Right. So, uh, instrumentally it was already strong. He did say, however, uh, to double the length of the, of the bridge. So the bridge that he sings on was half of that length, uh, during the demo. And he thought it should, it should rock more, you know, it should, we should really bring that, that vibe home and, and extend it. And so, uh, he, he, uh, we, we doubled the, the bridge for him and, uh, yeah, so he's had he had a little say in some stuff. Don't don't get me wrong, and we would never say, you know, hey, fuck off. No, we're not going to listen to you. You know yeah, what I mean? He doesn't During know Hitler anything. Life, dude, like, <laughs> you know, send all the critiques and suggestions our way. Of course, you know. So, yeah, yeah. man, he was uh, he was absolutely a cohesive unit and all this. So that's awesome. Uh, and then he obviously is in the music video as well. So that was cool of him. Uh, yeah, obviously shot in the safety of his home uh, mm-hmm. in North Carolina. North Carolina or South Carolina? I can't remember. Oh, is he in the Carolinas now? He's Carolinas okay. now. He's not in Ohio anymore. Okay. Um, I, I've i only met Nick one time. And oh, it really? Was, it was actually at his house in Ohio. Um, okay. So I was, I was working uh, merch for a band that was on tour with Trapped at the time. Nice. And they had been on tour with Hit the Lights before. Um. And so they, they knew the guys pretty well. They knew Nick. Sure. And we were, I think we were coming from Nashville. And we were on our way to Michigan, I think. And so we needed a place to crash. And they they must have, one of the, I, one of the guys must have hit up Nick, I think, is how it worked. But anyway, we ended up staying in Nick's house. And the wow. next morning... Uh, him and his, I think, wife, yeah, uh, made us breakfast. And let me tell you, those two know how to make breakfast, man. Like, they made some serious French toast and scrambled eggs. And what, yeah, it was for one, Nick's the nicest dude I've ever like talked to and been, you know what I mean? He's just that nice of a guy, yeah. He was that's not a front, man. No, that's just who he is. I, I agree, he was super cool. Um, yeah, I mean, so cool. it's it's cool to say like I slept on Nick Thompson's floor. <laughs> you know, I mean, I yeah, know he's cool. I, I know he's not the most famous person in pop punk, but it's still you know it's still he's cool. Well known, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think so. So I um, tell you a lot. The the numbers that we have on you know Spotify and streaming right now are not solely because of Eugene Levy. It's because of that name. I'm sure of it. Sitting. <laughs> Oh Thanks, man, Nick! So, thank you yeah. for everything. Yeah, Nick, you are a gem, man. Thank you for that uh, that French toast like eight years ago. <laughs> Appreciate that. <Shit. laughs> um, oh, here we go. Kyle Phillips, what artist influenced or what artists influenced your sound? <clears throat> well, the sound of the band, I would assume, is what Kyle's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think because we all have different styles is what I'm getting at. You know what I mean? Like, my, my, yeah, what? I mean, I guess if Kyle's still watching, I guess he can chime in on that. If he's, I'm assuming he's talking about the band, but I, I suppose I, suppo- I suppose he could be asking you directly. But let's sure. just let's just assume he's talking about the band Eugene Levy. Like, yeah, what artists have influenced uh, your sound. What artists? 
probably the number one would be, you know, newfound glory, um, you know, uh, handguns, you know, some of the older, the older 2000s uh, pop punk and, um, and a lot of, yeah, and a lot of newer stuff, you know, so I think you'll, I think you get a little neck deep and you get a little hit the lights, you get a little, you know, that modern sound, right? That's a little different than, uh, than the 2000s, but I think we do a really good job of blending them and, and kind of doing our own thing with it, right? So a lot of guys try to do the blending, the whole blending thing of, uh, you know, early, early 2000s and new school stuff. Uh, but I think we have our own, we have our own take on it. We have our own sound, I think. And I think you, uh, I think you get that with on the rocks. Um, it's just a different vibe, right? It's not, you know, I think you expect that out of a pop punk band per se, that sound, that, that vibe, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, there, there is, uh, I, I hear the many different decades, I guess, or eras of really, yeah. pop you know, a pop punk sure, in, sure. in your, in your sound and you yeah. Levy's sound. So. Um, yeah. Like the song you were, we were talking about, you know, do you understand life? You know, I mean, that comes from a, you know, that comes from a very, you know, very uh, modern, that's a very modern uh, feeling song, right? So a very modern pop punk feeling song. Um, you know, I, I, I reference neck deep a lot. They're a huge, they're a huge influence on me in regards to how I write songs, uh, the pop punk genre, anyhow. Um, they just do a really good job um, that, you know, they've done well for years. And, uh, you know, that punchy sound, that kind of, you know, that, that, that big sonic space fillers, you know, they just have a different sound about them. And I think, uh, I think that's what I gravitate towards. Don't get me wrong. I love the older stuff, but I think our vocalist and our, uh, you know, the other guitarist, uh, Brian, you know, uh, you know, when he does, when he, when he puts the, you know, the lead and articulate uh, articulation harmonies and such in the guitar uh, of the rhythms that I'm playing. I think, you know, his style, his style uh, digs into a lot of Tom DeLong, right? So he's got a lot of Tom DeLong, you know, uh, melodies in, in regards to his, his lead, uh, you know, the lead playing uh, uh, melodies. So true. We all bring, you know, everything together. Right. So I'm not so much the older school guy. I'm more of the new school guy is just because it's what I like to listen to. So I like to play it. Yeah. I, I bring that to the table and then the other guys bring their elements into the table. And I think it just naturally, you know, uh, makes this cohesive thing that is just Eugene Levy. And I don't think that we sound like anybody else, which is a really, a really cool, um, a really cool thing to have, right? You know, to not not be a rip off of somebody. So that's just right. that's a long it's a long long answer. I know, but it's no, no, it's hard to explain, fine. man. It really is, and and I've I've found that as I as I keep doing these interviews and whatnot, it's just it's hard to explain our sound and our style. Uh, that's the best way I can do it, I think. Yeah, and uh, Brittany was, said what I was going to say. Uh, you know, making your own sound and being authentic is 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 true as being true to any band or musician i mean that's always the point right she's she's you right know? yeah she's yeah. absolutely correct yeah making your your own stamp your own that's it brand your own right. you know taste right. flavor whatever whatever you want to call it you know everyone's got a different name for it so. yeah and i just don't you know i think i think that you know unfortunately a lot of pop punk bands nowadays they're you know there's an influx right right now there's just an influx of you know ass loads of pop punk bands and it's a great thing however it's easier now to get lost in that crowd 
right? As a, as an artist or as a band, so many guys want to, you know, well, son of a bitch, I need to sound like Nick Deeper. I need to sound like the story so far. Or I need to sound like this. And when you do that, you know what I mean? You're not doing yourself any favors. And so no. that's what I think, you know, and Brittany's right because we, we, we hearken hard on that studio. Like, I don't want this to sound like anybody else. You know what I mean? We have our own sound and I think we're dialing it in now in our third year as a band, you know, this is it. You know what I mean? We found it. We found it early on, which is a great thing. Some, some bands, it takes longer to find their sound. Uh, the early stuff from Eugene Levy was hundred percent, two thousands, you know, early two thousands. It was no, no strings attached. It just was what it was. Um, the second EP is when I came in the band. And so my influence starts and a night in. So when you listen to here's to someone and a night in those two EPs, you hear the difference immediately They're there. You hear the influence and what, what I brought to the table. But Brian kept those melodies in the way that he likes to sing 2000s pop punk melody songs and pop songs. He loves pop in general. So we use a lot of pop elements in our songs. Do you know what I mean? So we, I do a lot, man. I put a lot of hard rock influence, like some gen- generic hard rock guitar influence in songs that you would, you know, people would never know. What, what do you think Mankind was? The song I'm like Mankind, the way I never said I quit. Uh-huh. In no way, shape, or form is the main riff a uh, pop punk riff. The verse, I, I went pop punk on that one. You know, very, you know, very uh, uh, generic, if you will. But yeah, I come from a hard rock background, man. Like so, saying, so what kind of, yeah, what what kind of hard rock are we talking about? Like Breaking Benjamin, Seven Dust. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, you know what I mean? That sort mm-hmm. of uh, mainstream, if you will. So yeah, that's what yeah. I grew up on, right? I grew up on that. I'm 31 years old. I grew up on this this music. Uh, didn't I, I didn't get into punk until I was in uh, shoot eighth grade, I think, and it was because of my high school or my my band at the time that I was in. Uh, singer was older and was obsessed with MXPX. That was the first punk band I've ever fucking <laughs> that, listened to. That's me right here. Dude, I love MXPX <laughs> now, I'm, right? So, I'm obsessed, yeah. Yeah, left coast, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I love it, man. I, I, I yeah. do. And that's So that, that kind of started me into the pop punk uh, or punk genre. And now punk is too abrasive for me. It's too – abrasive is a damn good word. It really is. I want more hooks now, right? So I want mm-hmm. more of a feel. And I think we feel more with, with pop. And there's something it does to your body, I think. There's just something that it does to your body when you hear an absolutely giant uh, arena-style cinematic hook, you know, that something's just so damn catchy, right? So, hell, Settle, settle, uh, settle Your Scores just laid one on us uh, with 1999 yesterday. Um Yes, that there's, was good. There's another, there's another arena hook that's, uh, it's gonna, it's gonna stand the test of time, right? So, that's what we want to do in our music. We want people, we want that shit stuck in your head, but we want it, but we want, we want to be unique. So, you know, we, I think we're on the way. We're doing what we're doing the right thing, in, in regards to, uh, being ourselves, and I think on the rocks was a big one for that. Uh, that's not all you're going to get from Eugene Levy. It's not, you know, Oh, well, everything's going to sound like on the rocks from here on out. Not at all. Uh, you know, we're already scaling up, a, a, a you know, a release, you know, for, for this summer potentially. So, uh, and this one is not drastically different, but, uh, it's different, right? So it's, 
it's a it's more of a hey let's bring you back to uh you know to the 2008 2005 newfound glory uh bangers you know what i mean like uh all downhill from here that sort of you know what i mean that sort of oh, vibe. Yeah. so that's oh, yeah. yeah so i mean we, we, we dibble in all of it but we want to stay true to pop punk and true to the to the early 2000s and what really you know what really uh was a staple in all of our lives growing up so we just you know we sprinkle the modern stuff in there as we go i and you do a great job at it and that's i mean that's absolutely what i hear when i hear eugene levy anyway you know i, I hear that i hear that mix i hear the, everyone's influence in there all coming together and i love that you know. yeah that's great that's great yeah i hope i hope all the listeners do so <clears throat> um so you have a PRS Guitars endorsement, and what's your favorite thing about a PRS? What what attracts you to PRS uh, Guitars? First off, uh, first, when I was a kid, it was the headstock. Okay. The shape of the headstock is fucking sick. So that drew me in. <laughs> Go ahead. Everyone's, everyone's got a certain part of the guitar, I guess, that oh, draws dude. them in. You when know, I like... first saw that headstock, dude, I was like, look at this badass son of a gun. <laughs> and so I was like, you know, you know, who's playing these now, right? And so yeah. Lit Biscuit, Wes Borland, uh, Mark Tremonti, was... Creed. Uh, hell, everybody. Everybody was playing PRS. And I don't care who – I mean, you name, you name a 90s or early 2000s mainstream rock and or – Pop punk, good Charlotte. They uh, played PRS, or they still do, right? One of the guys does. I don't remember his name, but yeah, and they, yeah. yeah. So Benji, I think, did a little bit along with their other guitar player. But yeah, so good Charlotte was one. I mean, yeah. So it's been a staple for me for years since I've been playing, and uh, and I've owned them for years throughout my playing career. And uh, now I just love the uh, you know I love the the uniqueness that Paul Reed Smith that brings, you know, they bring in their products. I love the, the craftsmanship that they bring in their products. I love the uh, overall aesthetic of the product. I love the, um, the word I'm looking for. The design, not the design. It's, it's, uh, it's how well it's tried and true on, you know, from like night in and night out. You know, um, doesn't need anything done to it. It's stands the test of time. It's a well-built instrument that doesn't need a lot of, you know, tinkering. Once Modern, you put it, modifications. Once, oh, absolutely. Once it's once it comes off the shelf, man, you play that damn thing. You know what I mean? It, mm -hmm. It's ready to go. It's going to sound amazing. And and you know that that product's going to it's going to last a tour. Or you know, it's going to last uh, anything, anything you put it through, man. It's it, they're a workhorse. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the 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 product speaks for themselves, man. Uh, everybody knows Paul Reed Smith, who who knows guitars, and yeah, the product speaks for themselves. I love. I actually have a PRS as well. Um, uh, do and, you really? Yeah, and I I I love everything about it except I just want more. Um, I want more oomph, more want more, yeah. more aggression so, out of my pickups. You know, so that's the only thing. Like, what do you? What model do you have? You know, I can't even remember the model. I should, um, <laughs> I should look up a picture. Is it a double cut? Double uh, cut away, or is it a single cut, like a Les Paul? It, it's more of like a Les Paul looking. Um, it's got to be a single cut then. So uh, yeah, I should look. Yeah, look it up. I'm very curious because uh, I want to. 
I wonder if they put the 8515s in the in the bridge pickup. So unfortunately, I'm look, yeah, I'm going to look for a photo. So feel free to talk. Go ahead. Yeah. No. So uh, what I do on both of mine uh, and I run CE 24s, um, the American line. Uh, okay. So I fit both of my guitars with Evertune bridges, which I'm also an artist uh, with Evertune. So they hooked me up with two bridges. I have, uh, so they never go out of tune. They, yes, those are awesome. Intonation, it's, it's unreal. Mm. However, I had to cut into this expensive instrument, both of them, right, with a router. Uh-huh. Uh, and But I also changed the pickup. So okay. uh, the, the 8515s are great for what they do, but, you know, I, I, I want that umph and that ass, if you will. Uh, and so I put, I, I put the HFS in all of my bridge, uh, position pickups. So if you want more umph, I would consider going, uh, going the HFS route. Um, I think that's really all you'd need, man. I really do. Mm -hmm. It should be a solid mahogany body. I mean, it should have everything you're looking for. A pickup is, it's, is the microphone of that instrument. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Let me, I've got a picture <laughs> good throw um, it up it let's see if so this is can you see so, that so, uh the vela is that the vela uh see, the thing the reason why or is I, that the starla see the reason why i don't know what model it is is because i bought it from a friend and i don't okay. remember him even telling me and i've never been a big prs guy i've always been more of a um, you know, Gibson Epiphone or Fender Telecaster. Like those are usually the ones I would go back and forth. So when I went and, and uh, bought this off my friend, um, it was, you know, my first time getting into uh, PRS. And honestly, yeah, the only, the only thing I don't like about it is the, like, I just yeah. want, I just want more output from my, my pickups, you know, yeah, your pickups a little more there. gain, a little yeah, more so gain. Now that I'm looking at this guitar, so it's the S2 mm -hmm. model. I can tell that with the with the bevel. Okay. Uh, the bevel top. So it's an S2 uh, Starla. That's got like classic, uh, very classic rock. Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yep. So get yourself a different set. You could go 8515, or you could go the HFS route, and you would be mm -hmm. very, very happy. Those okay. pickups just aren't for what what you know for what you like or what you want to do, and, right. and they never will be. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you need pickups, um, uh, let me know. Yeah, I will do, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Cause it's been something I've, I've wanted to, I think to I have modify. an 8515. I think I have an 8515. Okay. Uh, I will ship it to you for no cost. And oh, you, you don't have buy, to do that. You don't have to do that. You can't buy 8515s, uh, unless they come out of a, out of a model. They don't sell them aftermarket. So. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, if you want a PRS, it's like a PRS family thing, man. I, if I'm not going to use this pickup, uh, you know, it damn sure shouldn't go to waste in my in my drawer. Yeah. So, yeah, don't <laughs> feel bad about it. I'll, I'll send it to you. I'd like to see how you like it, anyhow. Well, thanks, man. I yep. I appreciate that a lot. I um, no problem. yeah, literally, um, every time I switch back and forth between my PRS and my Telecaster, I have to I I go to my amp. And I turn up my gain knob on my amp when I switch to the the PRS, just because. Unreal. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll put a stop to that, man. And, we'll, put a, we'll put a stop to that. And I'm I'm coming from. See, my Telecaster 
has a Seymour Duncan hot rail pickup in it. So it's very single coil, but it's hot. It's it's right. It's it's like a double coil, but in a single coil. So it that's it, great. It kicks you right in the ass. Um, I love that. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. It's got a, a lot of output and a uh, lot of lot of gain and a lot of crunch. And so I go from that to the PRS, which has a great sound, but there's just not as much of, uh, of you know distortion and everything I want. So yeah, I always have to. Of course. Turn turn that up and then turn it back down once I get you know once I get back to my telly eventually. But it could be worse, honestly. You know, no, it could. But luckily, we talked today because you're getting a new pickup. (laughs) Well, thanks, man. Yeah, Yeah, see now I can't have you you unhappy with a product. (laughs) Well, see now I definitely have to take you out for pizza next time. Oh man, we're doing that regardless. Yeah, 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 hell yeah. You're way too yeah. You're way too good of a guy, man. We'll, we'll make oh, thanks, it happen. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. You too. Um, so, what uh, what have you been listening to lately? By the way, like new music, or what have been some new bands that that you've Stand discovered? Atlantic. Stand Atlantic. You're just Stand now Atlantic. discovering Stand Atlantic uh, during quarantine. Okay. Yep. Uh, during quarantine, and they are by far by far the only pop punk band that's modern pop punk band that's just doing it right and and just i mean something special i mean there's something special there man uh god bonnie's voice with you know uh with their musicality and, and the way that they write uh damn they've got their own thing right they, yes. they they're another one of those things that they've got their own sound man and geez i just love them i really do i love stan atlantic same here, uh, man. I'm you really I'm, so I listen to a shit ton of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's there's I go through periods where it's just on repeat. Right now I'm in, in a goldfinger stage. Oh really? Um and, See, that's too much. It's too it's, punk for me. That's that really goldfinger too, is too punk too for, punk you? for you? That's so weird it's because too straightforward. I well, need something else. Well, it's funny because Goldfinger is on more of the much more of the melodic end of you of know punk, punk rock agree. and, and I ska. totally would agree. Like that that's like you know, it's not too abrasive. It's definitely more on the you it know, is. the, it the is. melodic end. I think it's the chord structures. I think it's the you know that standard T formation mm. or you know what I mean or <laughs> I, I don't know. It's <laughs> I don't but, know, man. I wish I could explain it. I know people hate me for it. I just wish maybe I'm not explaining it right. It's just something that doesn't. It's boring. Well, it's more know, of a boring. As a guitar player, I want to hear some shit, but I want to hear some different, like some different tones or some different articulations of something. I need a little sprinkle of some stuff. I don't. I don't know. No, uh, I, 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 no, I no, no. I, I get what you're saying. I see. I'm, I'm a simplistic guitar player. Sure. So, like, that's I why. I, that's why I love the shit out of you know. And I get that. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. there's a place for those. So oh, MXPX yeah. did it right. And why is it? Why do I like MXPX but I don't like Goldfinger? Is it because I love? Uh, oh my God! Somebody shoot me. I love the vocalist. I love his voice. I love how he writes melodies. Is it because of that? What catches me? It's not too much. Something about MXPX isn't too much. Um, maybe, it's weird. Well, uh, well, let's since we're we were talking about guitar work, 
Yeah. Maybe let's, I mean, I obviously wholeheartedly agree with you about Mike Herrera. He's an amazing songwriter. Shit. Um, but Herrera, if duh. <laughs> Brian's going to fucking shoot me. <laughs> but if we're talking about Tom and his guitar work, um, it's probably because Tom has always, um, he's been, always been clever um, with... Yeah. And he's always been good about using a mix of power chords, bar chords, full full chords. Full but, chords, but yeah. But also, I, I think it's because we're talking about, you know, Goldfinger has always been a four-piece or more. True. And MXPX has mainly been a trio for most of their, you know, career, except for yeah. the last... It's, I guess it's been a, quite a few years now that yeah. they are actually a four piece, but um, I think I think that's why is is when you're a, a trio like that, you kind of and and maybe not every trio is like this because you know Green Day obviously, you know Billy Joe's guitar work versus Tom's is so different, totally but, different. But with Tom, I don't know. It's it's hard to. He was just creative um, at at uh, balancing like making his rhythm parts cre- just creative and more like and I, I gotta it's like, agree with you it's like I gotta ha- agree with you it's like That's he it. it's like he writes half lead but half rhythm because he's of. a single guitar player so he feels like he has to fill some sonic space right yeah and especially live and i think you're right so there's that along with my career and how he writes and as a yes. cohesive unit it's just fucking great it's incredible yeah. They're the best punk. They're my favorite punk band. Like solid Absolutely. punk. They're my favorite punk band. Bar none. Yep. Blink 182 is not even a close second. Yeah. That's I, not uh... even close. It's not even close. <laughs> I I completely agree, man. I, I feel the exact same way. Um, there's just something about about that band, you know, as something as a about it, as man. a team. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a huge fan of stories the story so far, too. I uh okay. they're they're another, you know more sad boy, I guess that different, uh, more, uh, more gritty, more, uh, angsty pop punk, I guess. Right. But it's, yeah. I'll, I'll the, well, gun. I don't know. Bonnie from stand Atlantic, she can get pretty Dude, angry. She gets, sounding. Doesn't she? Yeah. You know, she, her voice she, is phenomenal. Yeah. She's very versatile. Yeah. Um, that band is, um, they've, they've proved over, you know, a pretty short amount of time that, they don't plan on on sticking themselves in a in a niche, you know. Oh no! Um, the last release that they just came out with, what was it last week? I was yes, like, I think what I the fuck. I I think I just now for some reason I don't know how I missed that, but I just like kind of became aware of that this week. And, oh man, um, that song is I, a banger. It is, and it and oh. it's, it's even more different than their and, you know anything their last in Pink Elephant, right? Exactly, and I love. Pink Elephant. Pink Elephant was great. Fucking love it. But so I love was skinny dipping. Great. All of that. It's just it's it's all been good, but it's all been different. So and they're really good at at um you know keeping things not not too different, but different enough. It's you know, I guess pleasing the old and, and drawing in the new kind of thing, you know. So I feel like they have a good balance 100%. Of, of that. So, and I think that's what makes them so special. I agree. Um, man. But uh, yeah, we're getting close to time. So, I mean, Eugene Levy, obviously, you know, on the rocks 
um, is out now that, that was put out in what, April. Um, so, you know, people can obviously go stream that they can, can they download it on Bandcamp? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. (laughs) Well, regardless, they can listen to it and they can watch the uh, music video on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Um, so Spotify, Apple music, Amazon, Alexa, you know, tell her to play on the rocks by Eugene Levy. And yeah, I mean, listen to it. Please. Yes. All of it matters and, and it's all appreciated. So uh so anything you wanna plug uh with Eugene Levy before we close out? Uh I wanna thank all of my right, my sponsors and my my, my team, obviously, Paul Reed Smith, Evertune Bridges, uh Thad Shoemaker, Shoemaker Guitar Works for doing what he does to my to my, my guitars before every show and and uh every video and all that right so it makes them look pretty and uh makes makes them sound good um you know i want to obviously you know on behalf of the band you know uh thank those guys right for everything they've done for me in in regards to letting letting me do what i do in eugene levy and uh yeah thanks to all the thanks to all of our our significant others for letting us do this i know that's tough right it's it's tough to be a a significant other in this so uh yeah. Other than that, you know, just keep keep listening to us, man. Uh, buy some merch from us. Uh, EugeneLevyBand.com. Um, Shopify is our merch store. So, yeah, man. Help us out. Support us. And that's where my internet cut out. I think I'm going to have to definitely get a new modem. I thought I had my problem fixed, but apparently not. So my apologies if you were actually watching the live stream to that interview and uh, it cut out. And uh, so sorry to uh, Cameron Smith as well for that happening. But thank you, Cameron, for uh, being on the show today. Cameron uh, Smith, let me just give him a round of applause there, of uh, Eugene Levy. Uh, from Iowa, from the Davenport area. Please show them some love and support. You can stream their latest single, On the Rocks, wherever it is that uh, you listen to music, featuring Nick Thompson of Hit the Light. It's a great song if you haven't had a chance to listen to it. I promise that uh, you're going to love it. And you can follow Eugene Levy on Facebook and Instagram, at Eugene Levy Band. And if I'm not mistaken, that's actually the name of their website as well. Um, and don't forget to watch the music video for On the Rocks as well. You can find that on YouTube, so uh, do that as well. I'm Jacques Lamore, and that's going to wrap up this episode of Pop Punk and Pizza. Thank you so much for being here. It truly means the world to me. If uh, you want to catch up on previous episodes, you can do that at uh, poppunkpizzapod.com or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Please give us a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you could. You can also sign up for our mailing list. Uh, You can buy merch. You can submit your band's music. You can find out how you can become a a sponsor of a Pop Punk and Pizza episode. All that stuff at poppunkpizzapod.com. And that's our social media handles as well. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's all at poppunkpizzapod. So please hit me up there. Let's stay in touch. And I'll keep you up to date on everything that's happening in uh, the pop punk and pizza world and uh, beyond that obviously just in the scene itself now we are live streaming every single episode 
every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central Time on our Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube accounts. And coming up this Wednesday, May 19th, we are going to be talking to the Magwas. Uh, that'll be, um, like I said, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 7 p.m. Central Time, Wednesday, May 19th. And I look forward to talking with them uh, and uh, talking with you as well. And the uh, podcast version is always available every Thursday. So in, in case uh, you're more into the podcast version and not the live stream version. So thank you so much for being here. Have a great week. Remember, keep on a trucking if you're going through a hard time. I just want you to know that I believe in you and you are so much stronger than your weakest moments. All right. Just remember that. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza.